0: Hi friends, welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month you'll hear from me and my guests ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Deep Dive. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I want to talk to you about eating disorders, or at least my eating disorder, binge eating disorder, and trying to survive. (laughs) Now, I've talked about this a few times, not on the podcast, but just in other places a couple of times, and I've gotten myself kind of worked up and angry many times at just how strongly eating disorders, especially binge eating disorder, anything Um, associated with fatness and visible fatness just gets demonized so strongly um, like you are a failure. And this is something that goes hand in hand with visible fatness, um, with, you know, the fat shaming, trolling, health concern, trolling guys, health, whatever (laughs) that we've talked about multiple times. Um, It goes hand in hand with that and the assumption that uh, fat people are lazy and just, you know, all of it. I mean, we could go in so many different directions. And it's not just binge eating disorders and it's not just visible fatness. There are a variety of different ways that people um, manage, that people cope, that are more strongly demonized than others. My whole point here that I feel like I could summarize in just a few moments like honestly I, I don't feel like I need more than a few minutes or I wish I didn't need more than a few minutes to explain what should be so simple that everybody is just trying to survive people are doing the best that they can I genuinely believe that the competitive mindset of constantly having to feel like you're doing better than somebody else, that the way somebody else chooses to do something is a less, you know, efficient, (laughs) smart, whatever path than one that you would choose to take. I genuinely believe that this comes from the competitive nature of capitalism, of constantly climbing that proverbial ladder that we've talked about many times, of the need um, to be stable, to be successful, All of the pressures that come with that, I think, put us into a constant sort of comparison mode and also one where we're trying to one up each other all the time. And along with that system that is capitalism that I think leads to that perspective, we're also dealing with all of these other systems uh, of oppression and various points of discrimination. So this is where fat bodies could come in again, eating disorders, et cetera, et cetera. Long long never ending list of varied experiences. But point being, again, that some of these ways that people learn or develop or within their control or without of their control, point being that it doesn't matter which it is, um, shouldn't be demonized any more or any less or at all in comparison to any other types of coping mechanisms. So what I mean by that is, let's say I've been through lots of trauma in my life and as a result of that trauma, I develop an eating disorder. Now, I have a binge eating disorder, but I'm just speaking generally. This could apply this could apply to you in a variety of ways. Say you develop or I develop an eating disorder in response to this trauma. Now, who's to say that that eating disorder, as painful as it is and as challenging um, and as heartbreaking as it is, isn't... The only thing that's getting me through who's to say that what is experienced as a result of that eating disorder is better or worse for my entire health, my entire well-being than not having any way to manage the trauma. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't other approaches like, sure, it would be easy to say, we'll go to therapy. Well, not everybody can. Not everybody has access in a variety of ways. And this is what I mean, where we start judging the way that people choose or don't choose to manage life and it also comes from such a position of privilege to be able to start pointing fingers and say well why didn't you do this instead well why didn't you do this instead it's also ableism at its finest to basically say we'll get your shit together if i could do it then you can do it and the point is at the end of the day, that like life is challenging and life is much more challenging for some than it is for others. And everybody I truly believe is just trying to survive and trying to do their best to make it through and, and dealing with a lot of pain. We're all sort of dealing with some level of pain, some level of trauma, and some people are living with daily, daily trauma. And who am I or who are you to condemn Whatever outlet, whatever comfort, you know, whatever it is that they invite into their lives or that I invite into my life that allows me to just get through. And I also think that in terms of uh, social media in the way that it's such a facade, right, you get these little snippets of people's lives. And it's of course, it's not the whole story. You get to see the highlight reel of what's going on. And even when we are um, Exceptionally transparent or really, really vulnerable. It's usually not the majority of what you see, um, and so I think it also paints the expectation again for more perfection. And and the fact that we don't just talk about the things that we do that maybe aren't the healthiest um, for our entire well being or are self destructive in certain ways, but that that's a part of the human experience and you know i don't know anybody i don't know a single person who doesn't engage in that in some way or who is above that in any way like i am human and so that means that i do shit sometimes that is fucked <laughs> and that is um you know self destructive and and just you know where you start shitting all over yourself like i should do it this way i should have done that like of course you know it's never ending but condemning people for the ways in which they find joy, the ways in which they find comfort, um even the things that we might see as painful uh roots to some kind of healing or some kind of just comfort in the in life, like who am i to condemn or to shame that? And I and it's such a broader, you know, it's a broad way of thinking and I remember when I first said this like Uh, Who you know the the analogy sort of about the eating disorder and and whether or not that was any better or worse than choosing something else some other way to navigate trauma like is there a hierarchy to healing is there a linear path to that because I I'm not I don't know of one and I've certainly never experienced one and so why are we constantly Judging and shaming people for just trying their best to find ways to exist. And then I think it also just comes back to compassion as well. Like the constant need to put ourselves above or believe that we are better than others, to believe that we're doing it better, that we know better, that we are right. I mean, ego, 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 and also just insecurity, insecurity, (laughs) screaming. Right. And I guess that's that's what a lot of it is. And we've talked about that, I think, on the pod before about projecting the perfectionism that we put on ourselves onto others around us. You hold yourself to an extraordinary standard. And so you hold others to an extraordinary standard. And it puts you in this constant competition comparison mode where you're trying to figure out who's doing life better. (laughs) Uh, based on all of these standards that we've come up with, basically, as a society. But I guess my point in all of this is to say, perhaps to be more forgiving towards ourselves, to be kinder and softer in the ways that we choose to navigate our lives, and also in the ways that we choose to find joy, you know, especially for women, especially for marginalized women, femmes finding joy is a statement is a political statement being you know it's not it's not just about um existing like you're allowed to and meant to enjoy your life and so it it it's also you know not only is it about condemning the ways in which we cope that others might see as less than Why can't you get your shit together? Why can't you choose a better path? But also the ways in which we find joy. And what I mean by all of this is like, yeah, so I have an eating disorder. So sometimes um, I'm anxious and I binge. Sometimes I'm, you know, something just sets me off that day. I'm upset or I'm just overwhelmed. I feel, you know, whatever it is and I binge that day. Or, um, you know, I have an insecure go through an insecure phase in my life and I, I fall back into a pattern of seeking validation through sex and I, I sleep with the wrong people or I hermit out and become totally reclusive and don't reach out to anybody and don't really answer texts and kind of like crawl into my cave for a few days or for a couple of weeks and um, maybe that's not, you know, what other people think I should be doing, <laughs> you know, or whatever and whatever that long list of things is for you. um you can apply as, as such. But point being, I think we can stand to be a little kinder to ourselves in our human experiences in the things that we do that we know don't necessarily serve us and that that's okay. Those things will exist and it's okay that they do. And also the things that bring us joy that we love and that we want to do that make us feel good and that you're allowed to have those things as well. And I hope and I, I think that if we can stop judging ourselves in what all of those outlets are and what all of those things are that we invite into our lives, that we can stop judging and shaming other people for the exact same thing. And then taking it even a step further than that, get really critical about why you might condemn or shame certain types of behaviors more than others um, Again, the topic of eating disorders, the topic of, um, you know, seeking sex for validation, all of these things that um, I think many people would shake a finger at. Why do we condemn some more than others? And if you find yourself doing that, why some more than others? And just getting back to a point where we can have compassion. Just give people space. Give people space to fuck up give people space to have those outlets that are unhealthy. Recognize that you can't possibly know or be the judge of what that person's holistic health looks like, what they need in their lives, what kind of patterns actually are serving them in the moment because maybe the other pattern that's waiting is more destructive than the one that's happening now. Um, I hope that that gives some space for thought, just space for thought about, how you see yourself and about how you see other people, why we're so quick to judge, and how we can take a step back from that and instead just let people live, recognize that everyone is trying to survive. Some people are trying even harder (laughs) to survive. And I think we could all use an extra dose of compassion in the process. Thank you so much for listening. As always, tune into all of the other episodes, especially make sure, please, that you have listened to the episodes with sassy latte and with diane Bondi. it's like major free education i highly recommend that you give those a listen and i'll check in with you next time peace hi friends dana here i hope you enjoyed this episode of deep dive if you want more radical truth make sure you subscribe you can also keep up with me across social media at dana falsetti or visit my website, DanaFalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements or take an online class. See you next time.